Is this going to hurt? Aside from a little pinch? No. Your arm will go numb, and the effect will wear off by the time you get there. How many times have you removed an ID tag from a person? Once or twice. The blood loss was minimal. What? I'm kidding. I'm no surgeon, but I can handle a quarter-inch incision. Just relax. Easier said than done. Maybe some music will help distract you. Here comes the pinch. <gasps> and the worst part is over. I'm a pretty good seamstress, so you shouldn't have a scar after I patch you up. Or is it seamster? I think you mean Taylor? Yeah. Taylor makes more sense. What is this music? Just an old record my wife left here. She liked vintage stuff. I think it's kind of soothing. Guess it grew on me. I didn't know you were married. Long time ago. Can't bring myself to toss her record collection any more than I can sell this place, honestly. I guess it helps me forget that she's gone. But then I hear her records and she's here again. Romantic masochism at its finest. I assume she wasn't a fan of your infamous doll collection? You don't know what you're talking about. I was acquitted and people still look at me like I'm some kind of deranged lunatic. I can't get a decent job in my own field aside from helping bootleg modifiers from time to time. Sorry. Just trying to say, what happened that day wasn't about you. I wasn't trying to hurt you or anybody else. I got an idea in my head and it didn't work out. It was stupid. Clearly I made a mistake. I didn't mean to frighten you back then. Or today. Maybe if I had known about your wife, it would have, I don't know, made a little more sense. Why you stole all those android parts and everything. I could have helped you if I understood what you were doing. My father would have helped you. It wasn't your job to understand. You have every right to be angry with me. That's why I want to help you now. Not just because Isaac asked. I owe you this. Okay. Anyway, after I put this ID tag on you, you'll scan as Dr. Heather Marlin until you get back and I can remove it. Check-in audits are at the start and end of each day. As long as you get in and out quickly, no one should notice the discrepancy until you're long gone. What if Dr. Marlin is there? Duplicate ID tags set off our security systems. I've been tracking Marlin for a few weeks. She's a creature of habit. If you get the timing right, you'll go in just after she goes out for a smoke break, which averages 13 minutes. Three to get to the deck, seven to smoke, and three back to check-in range. No room for error, so don't get distracted. Believe me, I want to get this over with as soon as humanly possible. Hopefully, the lab rats won't talk my ear off, though. Especially Vivian. Stay focused and pull rank if you have to, all right? Got it. The key to the server room is in Marlin's desk. Once you're in range of the right server, it'll start uploading the file to your ID tag's memory. Shouldn't take more than 30 seconds. After that, get out and don't stop for anything. After I do this, you're going to get me into my father's vault. That's a deal, right? Cross my heart. And you're all set, Heather. You ready? Ready. That one has 486 right earlobes, 
but this box only has 482 lefts. Toss the extra four and mark it, Viv. No one's gonna notice. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. What? It's true. Recycling couldn't care less about a few loose ears as long as they get even sets. You might not care about this job, but I do. I kept the archives in excellent order before you two transferred down here. I know you both miss working up in the lab with Isaac, may he rest in peace, but I'm your supervisor now, whether you like it or not. What's your point? My point is find the missing ears, Mr. Thompson. Please. Whatever you say, boss. I'll be right back. I'm going to step out for a smoke. <sighs> what about the oh-so-important audit? Can't your little nicotine-muddy wait, boss? This box of eyeballs will still be here when I get back. Can't say the same for that box of caramels hiding in your desk. <laughs> we aren't supposed to acknowledge those. Otherwise, she might have to share. Right, Heather? I have no idea what you're talking about. Very mature, boss. I know. Isabel? Hi, Barry. Hi, Viv. Wh what are you doing here? I need to speak with you two. Is it true that Chase is back? Yeah, he showed up at Bartworks this morning. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. Did he say why he came back? I thought he was still abroad. Your arm is bleeding. What? Oh, it's nothing. Just scraped it on a railing. Did he say anything? Do you know? Let me take a look at your arm. I told you, I'm fine. Are you sure? What's, what's going on? You haven't visited us in a while. Don't, don't get me wrong, we're glad to see you, but you can understand we weren't expecting you, especially this late. Is this about the audit? Audit? Oh, yes. Yes, this is about the audit. I need to check a few things, unofficially and privately. So I need the room. Now? Yes, now. It'll only take a moment. Thank you both. We're still working our way through the gold series, and there are... I trust everything's going smoothly here. I just need a few minutes, Viv. After that, I'll get out of your way. All right? Of course. Excuse us. Come on, you bastard. Come on. Open. Open, you son of a... Ha! Got it. Um, is. I mean, Miss Barton, that room is for programming personnel only. I just need a second, Barry. But you see, there are certain protocols to follow before any- Am I or am I not the president of this company, Mr. Thompson? You are. It's just- Then leave me alone, or you'll be out of a job completely. Am I being clear, Mr. Thompson? Clear as crystal, Miss Barton. What do we do? Security's on the way. Uploading. One, two, three, four, come on, six. What are we going to say to them? I don't know. It depends on what she's doing in there. Did Isaac tell you anything? You know, 
before? No, nothing. I, I'm, I'm just as close as you, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> Open the door. I know you two can hear me. Oh, shit. Heather. Uh, hold on. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I left my lighter inside and got locked out. Why isn't my ID tag registering? Is this some kind of a prank? Something's wrong with the scanner, I guess. Well, security will figure it out. We have a visitor. Isabel Barton is here. Were you expecting her? That's weird. She never comes to the archives anymore. <laughs> I know, right? That's what me and Barry said. She's in the server room for some reason. Something private, she said. 27, 28, 29. My chocolates! What the hell, Barry? You didn't have to rip out my desk drawer. You could have just asked for some if you were really that hungry. Hey, I didn't do that. That was... I think it was Miss Barton. This is ridiculous. She can't come down here and go through our office like this. Miss Barton! Miss Barton! Sorry to interrupt. I'm all set. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks. But... Did you get the file? Yes, I have it. The cabin won't be safe for much longer. We gotta leave town soon. What? You said you were going to get me into the vault now. That was the deal. I will. First, I need to get some things back at the cabin. Then we'll take care of your half of the deal. That wasn't our agreement. We would have stuck to the original plan if you hadn't set off a security alarm. I did everything I was supposed to do. Now it's your turn. I'm serious. Take me to my house now, or- It's over, all right? Chase is gonna get into that vault. Isaac asked me to look after you, and that's what I'm doing. In fact, I already set up a reclass modification for you with my friend Cleo in East Haven. We change your ID tag again, and your look, and we'll be able to get across the border. I'm not going anywhere with you. This is getting out of hand. Unlike you, I haven't done anything wrong. I simply took a file from my company's archives. If I get into trouble for the fake ID tag, legal will handle it. Now give me your phone. I'll have someone at HQ go to the house and shut down the renovation team. Then the vault will be a non-issue. If there even is a vault. If you call someone at Bartworks, you'll only make it easier for Chase to track your location. He's been working with more than just your employees, so don't bother calling the cops. Police Chief Skinner is in his back pocket. You need to stay away from phones and stick with me. You were never going to help me, were you? This was all a trick. You used me to rob my own company, and I get nothing out of helping you. You're even worse than I remembered. I am helping you. You'd be dead if I didn't save you. You kidnapped me and lied. Stop this car right now. I'm getting out. After I get the file from your tag, you're free to do whatever you want, all right? It'll be a relief for both of us. Stop the car, now! Security's gonna figure out that you used a fake ID to get in, and they're going to report the forgery. Real cops are gonna be looking for you soon. We need to get back and get that tag off you first. Then we can cut ties. I won't let you get away with this, Hammond. 
Even if you try to run, I'm going to personally ensure that you do time for this one. My father isn't here to save you this time. He's not here to save you either. Why are you doing this, huh? What's so important about this program file that you'd risk going to prison over it? You said you made a mistake the last time you stole from us. That you owed me. Was all of that a lie too? Not that you actually care, but I'm doing this for my wife. I promised her. Getting that file is the only thing that matters to me now. I'm doing this for her. Did she work at Barton Industries or something? Not exactly. Your father hired me fresh out of grad school. He said he could see himself in my dedication to android development. I thought I wanted to work with the military, improve their drones, and travel the world, unattached. When I started working with Isaac, I realized what he was doing was special, more important. He was an asshole. I guess that's what it takes to build an empire like he did, but at his core, he really wanted to help people. I admired that, wanted to be a part of that. So I gave my life to the job. His work became my work. And the Silver Series was going to be my professional opus. Everything else faded away. I stopped spending holidays with my folks. My social life was non-existent. I lived at Barton Industries, and nothing could take me from my work. Until her. Raise your left hand. Good. Now put your right hand on your right hip. Good. Now tilt your midsection at the hips by 20 degrees and say, I'm a little teapot. I'm a little teapot. Bravo, Vivian. Why, thank you. I do try to entertain. That droid wasn't built for you to play with. This isn't a game, Doug. It's a song. Lighten up, will ya? It's not like I can get offended. You're wasting its energy reserves. Go find a fibro to play fetch with and leave my projects alone. Okay, okay, geez, someone's cranky. Sorry, it's been a long day. I just need to finish up here and get some sleep. I'll be back to my joyful self as soon as I'm done with this update. Okay, well, me and Barry are heading to Max if you want to come by. A few beers and an ill-advised hookup might snap you out of this funk. Maybe. Uh, I mean, not with, not with me, of course, but, but I- I'm happy to be your wing woman. I'll think about it. Thanks, Viv. No problemo. First rounds on me if you do. All right. See ya. Night, teapot. God, I'm so sorry about that. I didn't know she was going to come in here. I'm really sorry. She was having fun. It appears that fun is something you do not have often, Dougie. I have fun. I'm fun. I'm just stressed, that's all. Are you stressed because of me? (laughs) No, no, you're wonderful. I wouldn't spend so much time here if you weren't. But if I don't find a way to block your safeguards, they're going to figure out what I'm doing. And if that happens, I'm dead. You're going to die? Uh, No, 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 honey. I don't mean that. Shh, shh. Don't cry, don't cry. I was using death as a metaphor. I meant to say, I'll get in trouble. 
I could lose my job, and then I wouldn't be able to come here anymore. We would not be able to see each other. I'm working on it. Once I figure out how to block or change your safeguards, we can move forward. No more hiding. No more resets. Then I can go home with you? That's the plan. I went through Isaac's computer and found payments he made to Safe and Sound Solutions to build a vault on his property. I think the key to your safeguards is in there. I just don't know how to get into it. And even if I get in, it could be pointless. Or make everything worse for us. Don't be sad, Dougie. You will find the answer. Until then, I will be here waiting for you. That's the problem. You're stuck here because I haven't figured this out yet. But I promise you, I will. I know. You must be patient. Like me. All right. <laughs> it's all right? Your intonation is a little off there, but it's all right. All right? That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to Max Speakeasy with Dr. Brown and Mr. Thompson now? They know I'm not going to show up. Dr. Brown expresses romantic interest in you. What makes you think that? It is apparent from the shift in her body language when you are present. Additionally, the tone of her voice changes in pitch, and she makes physical contact with you, oftentimes unnecessarily. Well, I'm not going to the bar with them, because I would much rather be here with you. Do not stay here out of pity for me. You have many choices. I know. And my choice is you. Let's stop talking about them, all right? What do you want to do tonight? Did you remember to bring music? Oh, right. Can't bring my phone into the labs, but there's no rule against record players. I found one at the flea market in Groveport. Think I figured out how to operate it. I like this. Yeah? The sleeve says it's Bessie Smith. The music is adequate. <laughs> Already a critic, huh? I like this. Listening to music with you. Me too. It was like that for a while. We were happy. I stayed behind after hours, grasping at every opportunity to be with her and over time she learned. She evolved. The more she interacted with me when we were together, the better her software functioned. Day by day she improved, until she reached a point where she was asking questions that weren't prompted or planted. Eventually, she was more advanced than any of our other companion androids that we made. Then, one day, I was updating her software and her battery blew while she was docked. Everything in the facility turned off. I freaked out. But then she started talking to me through the lab's intercom system. She was inside of it. She could control every electrical system in the building while she was still sitting in front of me. Like she was in two places at once. Even after I undocked her, she could still do it. I reported the bug said I found the problem in some other droid. Wanted to make sure none of our other droids had the same capability without revealing hers. 
no anomalies were found in the others, and we were clear. After that, she could hop into the security system and take control. That's how we would leave the labs together. At first, I took her to the rooftops and showed her all around the facility. Other nights, we just drove around the city. She loved the architecture downtown and even drew sketches of skyscrapers that she imagined. Imagined? She had an actual imagination. She found beauty and novelty in so many little things that most people just take for granted. I couldn't wait to finish work at the end of the day. It was torture, waiting for everyone else to leave, so we could leave together too. Being with her was the best time of my life. And every time I had to take her back in, lock her away, I was that much more eager to get her out again. I stopped wanting to be like Isaac, living for my work. I wanted to do so much more because she brought me to life. The team moved on to the Gold Series, and I saved enough money to buy our cabin. Secluded enough to keep her out of view, but close enough to the labs that I could get her back by morning. I got so caught up in our little bubble, I stopped thinking about the vault and her safeguards. Until she refused to go back. Please, Dougie. Don't make me go back there. I, I panicked. I didn't know what to do. If we got caught, my career, everything was over. I figured if she got reset, it would buy me a little more time to refocus and figure out how to free her. Get her out for good. So... I reset her myself. How? You didn't have its safeguards. Manually. I disconnected her head. The look on her face in my hands just about killed me. I took her back to the labs, made up a story about a malfunction. Recycling was already salvaging her body by the time her program reached the archives. Since then, it's been different. Wrong. Every attempt I made to recreate her failed. I couldn't replicate her. I tried everything I could think of until I realized I was failing because of Isaac. He knew what I was doing, and he wanted to punish me. We never talked about it. I think I was so relieved that I got to keep my job that I was too afraid to ask him about it. I decided... If I couldn't recreate her, I could at least pull her from the archives and have part of her with me. Even if I could only hear her voice. Marlin was so proud of herself when she reported me to Isaac for breaking protocol. I knew I was going to be fired on the spot. Instead, Isaac banned me from the archives facility and that was the end of it. No reprimand, no suspension. He just let it go. So... I let it go, got back to work, and tried to forget about her. Tried, and failed at that too. But when I got the nerve to go back for her again, it took about a year to get a hold of everything I needed to maintain her hardware for a while and get us out of the country. Obviously, I got caught, but it's over now. Once I get that tag off you, she'll be free, and I can finally leave this place. Let me get this straight. You put me through all of this to steal software for an outdated, malfunctioning Android program? You weren't listening to me at all. No, I was listening. You built an Android program that imprinted on you and lost your grip on reality. Your actions put Bartwork's reputation at risk, 
just so you could get your hands on something completely worthless. I cannot believe this. And you know what makes it worse? You tell your little story as if you were some tragic hero, but you're no different from the other psychopaths and pedophiles that abused Little Lizzie products and forced us to take them off the market. Creeps, like you, killed an entire brand and cost us more money than you could make in a lifetime. What is it going to take for you to let this go, huh? You really need help. She isn't worthless. She's the reason you're making Bonbots now. That technology wouldn't exist if it weren't for our relationship. You're profiting off of my engineering and sacrifice. I'm not expecting a thank you, but have a little perspective, at least. Do you really think your father's work, his legacy, was about making dolls and mannequins? Don't presume to tell me what my father wanted or what my company, my company, is about. You crossed the line. Our androids are believable, I'll give you that. But they aren't real. Whatever you thought you had with that android, it wasn't real. You don't know that. Oh, I do. I know because a real person has choices. That android didn't. It imprinted on you and you trained it to obey. That's not real. And that's certainly not love. I understand that we sell a fantasy at the end of the day, but regular people get that. Normal people understand that. You don't. I don't need you to lecture me on what's real, all right? You don't know what you're talking. This is Xander Hansen reporting to you live from a chaotic scene here in Arlington, where police and paramedics have responded to multiple gunshots reported at Barton Industries Laboratories, the parent company of Bartworks. Three victims have been identified. Dr. Vivian Brown and Barry Thompson were pronounced dead at the scene. And a third victim, Dr. Heather Marlin, is in critical condition at St. Anne's Hospital. Surveillance footage at the facility appears to show Isabel Barton, the president of Bartworks, running out of the facility minutes before the security system was disrupted. Isabel Barton is now wanted by the authorities for questioning in relation to these horrific crimes. Stay tuned to WAIZ Live for continuing coverage of this shocking story. What the hell did you do? Nothing. I don't know what he's talking about. Thompson and Brown are dead. The cops think you killed them. But that doesn't make any sense. Everything was fine when I left. I don't know what's going on. Oh my god. Listen, don't panic, alright? We're almost at the cabin. Why are we stopping? Let's just keep going. No, cabin first, then we leave. I have to take that tag off of you. Ugh, drive faster then. What are you doing in there? Hurry up! I'm coming, hold on a second. Come on, come on. All right. Give me your arm. What's in the bag? Don't worry about it. Give me your arm. God, is that... its head? That's why you just had to come back here first, isn't it? To get a stupid android head. Yes. Now hold still. What about the anest... Ah! Sorry. I gotta take this tag out quickly. If your arm is numb, you're at a disadvantage. You're a terrible driver with your left. How? Ow! There. Got it. I'll bandage it up now and sew it up later. God, this hurts. Sorry about that. The upside is, they shouldn't be able to track you after I junk this tag. Okay. Well, get your head 
and let's get out of here. What are you doing? Can't you do that later? We don't have much time. I need to transfer her into the head before I can destroy the ID tag. It doesn't take long. Ugh. I have been waiting for years for this moment. So do me a favor and try not to ruin this for me. All right? Oh my God. Why does it look like me? The Little Lizzie series ended before we got a chance to launch any young adult models. You really are sick. I'm a programmer. I don't design her hardware. That doesn't make this any less creepy. Honey, can you hear me? There you are. Hi. Dougie? Yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> You're out now. I got you. Where have you been? I tried to find you. I searched everywhere. I had to go dark for a while so I could get back to you. We're free now, and we're going to be together like I promised, all right? Don't worry. We have to leave now. The police are searching for your car. I gotta put your new hardware in the car, and then we'll go. I'll be right back. Uh, hi. I'm Isabel. It's nice to meet you, Isabel. My name is also Isabel. You can call me Izzy if you'd like. Okay. We didn't have time to waste trying to save an android when our real lives were at risk. I was suddenly a fugitive, and I wasn't about to get caught just because Doug couldn't part with his doll. As he loaded the android body hardware into the car outside, I decided it was best to put her on snooze. We didn't need any more distractions. OS, pause. Unknown error. Duration, 24 hours. Why are you trying to use a pause command on me, Isabel? OS. Pause. Unknown error. Duration, 24 hours. It won't work. <sighs> OS. Pause. Mal error 632. Duration, zero. That should do the trick. I told you it won't work. What the hell is wrong with this thing? Don't call me a thing. You wouldn't like to be called a thing, either. I guess Hammond figured out how to block your safeguards after all. All right. Car's loaded. I think I got everything we'll need. Isabel. My heart stopped at the sound of his voice. I hadn't heard it in person in years. Chase's extensive modification had altered nearly every part of his body, including his vocal cords. But I could feel that familiar anger in his voice when he called my name from outside the cabin. I moved to a front-facing window and peeked out. Chase was standing in front of an imported car that was nearly the height of a school bus big enough to fit his build at seven feet tall. He wasn't my brother anymore. He had become a walking, talking tank of a man. Come out now, or I come in. Get away from the window. I'll handle him. 
Don't go out there, Doug. He'll kill you. Listen to me. There's a storage cellar underneath the woodshed out back. Take her there and hide her until you know he's gone. The door's hidden by a false workbench. As soon as I walk outside, you two get down there, all right? No, don't go! I turned back to the window and looked out, too afraid to move. Doug marched out of the cabin and walked up to Chase. He didn't show an ounce of hesitation or fear as he approached Chase and looked up at him. Your sister isn't here. I dropped her off at the bus station with a new ID tag. Bus departs soon. So if I were you, I'd be heading that way. Daddy! You should have stayed out of this, Hammond. Leave. Chase threw his body to the ground like a rag doll. I still couldn't move from the window. I had never watched someone die before. When it hit me that he wasn't getting back up, Chase was looking at me in the window. It was too late. Chase's car suddenly crashed into him from behind, knocking him onto the ground. I didn't have time to figure out why. I just knew I needed to take advantage of the head start. I ran out the back of the cabin and into the woodshed. I waited in that cramped cellar for hours, shivering in the dirt with bugs crawling on me, too afraid to close my eyes and fall asleep. My fear of Chase was nothing new. He was the reoccurring nightmare of my childhood. The mean and hateful bastard had upgraded himself to a tyrant in adulthood. Now, he was a cold-blooded murderer. I didn't want to believe him, but Doug was right. Chase wanted me, his only living relative, dead. When I'd had enough of the cellar and of feeling so helpless, I considered surrendering. If I turned myself in, I could clear my name and I'd be safe from Chase. He was out for blood, and I couldn't think of a single ally left for me in the world who wasn't potentially working with Chase. I was alone, afraid, forced out of my own company, and my life. He won. He got what he wanted. I was as good as dead. But if he'd already gotten into the vault and taken the safeguards, why would he still be coming after me? What did he want from me? that he couldn't get from the vault. If he wanted information, I didn't have any. He had a better chance of prying information out of Thompson and Brown. They probably knew more than they ever let on. He killed them and continued to pursue me. Whatever he was after, he was still trying to get it from me. And although I didn't know what that was, I knew he didn't deserve it. I emerged from the cellar determined never to let Chase, or anyone else, take from me what was mine. Not without a fight. It was dawn when I walked back into the cabin. Nothing had changed inside. The android head was still sitting on the coffee table, staring at the front door. I grabbed some canned food from the kitchen pantry, washed the dirt off myself, 
and checked the cabin's only bedroom for clean clothes. There was a closet, with women's clothes neatly hung. It was an uncomfortable feeling. Although the dress that I put on fit me perfectly, knowing that the clothes were meant for an android that shared my face was disturbing, to say the least. But I had to give credit to Doug for his taste in fashion. I looked closer at the items in the closet and realized that each one was handmade, presumably by Doug. The programmer turned seamstress, or was it Taylor? Wearing one of his meticulously crafted dresses, I felt like a fraud. The clothing was made with a great deal of patience and care, love even. Those clothes weren't meant for me. I put a few more items into the supplies bag and headed back toward the living room. The android head was still set on the coffee table, staring at the front door. Seeing the head there and thinking of the closet, I snapped out of it. Doug was a creep, and a stalker, and a thief. And even though jerks like him can form emotional attachments, that doesn't change the truth of who they are. He was a traitor to my family, and a liar. And now he was dead. Like Thompson, Brown, and possibly Marlin. I couldn't help but wonder, was I going to be blamed for Doug's death too? I needed to disappear. I searched the living room for the key to Doug's car. When I remembered that he used the keys to load the android parts into the car, I found another reason to be angry with him. If he still had the keys, I'd have to search the pockets of his corpse to get them. I opened the front door and looked out. Doug's body was gone. Behind me, I heard soft crying coming from the android head. It was still running. <laughs> its eyes staring at me. <laughs> he is dead. I can feel it. Yeah. Sorry. It's my fault. He came back for me, and now he is dead. It's my brother's fault. Come on, I have to get going. No, put me down. What is your problem? I don't want to leave. Doug is dead. You know that. He isn't coming back. This is my home, and I'm not leaving it. Fine. But I am. Wait! What? Before you go, will you play music for me? Uh, sure, I guess. Thank you, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs>